Hello and welcome to 251. Two pianists, five minutes, one subject. Today our subject is Candid Records. My name is Simon Whiteside. And my name is Nick Tomlin. So the Candid Jazz label was founded in New York City in 1960 as a sort of offshoot of Cadence Records, um, which was a, a record label owned by the, I think it was a musician and arranger, Archie Blair. Um, and um, Cadence Records itself uh, did release some sort of jazz recordings. I mean, um, it released a few albums by this pianist called Don Shirley, who some of you may know because um, he was the sort of protagonist in there's a recent film called The Green Book, um, which is a good film actually. It's quite a good film, but it's more about kind of race relations in the in the South. But it featured him as the the main character. Um, but it didn't really become a, a proper jazz label, I would say, until 1960, when they uh, this offshoot Candid uh, appeared, and um, the jazz writer and sort of became civil rights activist Nat Hentoff um, became the label's A and R director, and. He was really the driving force behind Candid in, in this early incarnation um, and put together a catalogue which really reflected the, the current jazz music. Um, and he also worked with, as a graphic designer and photographer, uh, Frank Gorner, who, um, who worked on the album covers. They had quite um, original album covers. Um, so Hentoff's kind of an interesting figure. He began as a radio presenter in 52 joined Downbeat magazine as a columnist and then sort of became a freelance um, writer and he wrote articles on jazz for, for lots of different publications. Um, uh, so the first recording session was by the blues pianist Otis Spann and a week later Max Roach recorded um, an album called We Insist which was um, really one of the earlier kind of civil rights inspired jazz um, albums and, and Candid was quite involved in this kind of um, style of jazz really I guess um, and other artists who recorded um, included Charlie Mingus, Abby Lincoln, uh, Booker Irvin, Booker Little and they also kind of went into the more sort of free jazz area with um, Don Ellis and, and perhaps most notably Cecil Taylor who, who started off um, as a candid artist. Um, but this is kind of uh, kind of like a game of two halves, Brian, I, I guess, because um, in 1961, Candid went out of business. So they, they, the original record label lasted about a year, basically. Um, and, and in 1964, the, the whole catalogue, the whole Cadence catalogue was bought by the singer Andy Williams, who recorded a lot for the original label. And I think he just wanted to protect his, you know, the, the recordings, really. So he brought the catalogue, but did nothing with the jazz um, catalogue, really. It kind of just lay sort of languished for, for about 25 years. Um, but it re received a new lease of life in the, in the late 1980s when the uh, British jazz producer and, and uh, the proprietor of the Black Lion record label, some of you may know that record label, um, a man called Alan Bates, he relaunched the label in the late 1980s and, and then proceeded to add quite a few jazz titles, over 300 titles to the catalogue by artists such as Kenny Barron, Roland Hanna, Donald Harrison Jr. Um, but interestingly also um, nurtured some British musicians like Jamie Cullum so he, he started actually on Candid Records and and Stacey Kent because um, it's interesting you were saying you thought of it more as a modern label really yeah um, and in fact it's still so in 2019 it was sold to um, a man called Glenn Barros became part of Acceleration Music but it still exists as a as an imprint you know the Candid record label still exists today 
Um, yeah, well, I mean, I think I came across Candid in, in its modern period because um, I knew Ingrid Laubrock, who was in London. I think she's moved to America, you, you were saying. But, um, I mean, the album that strikes me from the first iteration is the Picasso of the Big Band, the Marty Page. It's got a really great cover of him by sort of graffitied wall in presumably New York. But uh, anyway, the the album still the label still exists and it's still out there. Check out their back catalogue. From me, Simon Whiteside, goodbye. And from me, Nick Tomlin, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>